now, meanwhile, 22 pages later, with your hosts, The Cap, Mike the Finance Guy, and Ralph the Tech. Out of all the things you do, whether you turn on the TV or listen to the news, we're the only thing you don't need Purell for. Not for nothing. So welcome to a contagion-free edition of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later, episode 145. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap. And with me, as always, is the man who would probably set one of us on fire if any one of us had the virus. MFG, Mike the Finance Guy. They're coming to get you, Barbara. They're coming to get you, Barbara. What the fuck is that? What, is what movie is that? Come on, you guys don't know? No, I, I don't know that one. No. That is Night of the Living Dead. Oh, okay. Wow. You know, I've never seen Night of the Living Dead. That's sad. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it makes sense for Captain McScurdy Pants right there. Oh, that's true too. Oh, and, and our other gracious host here is the man that's so relaxed about this goddamn outbreak. He'd probably sleep on the floor of a New York City subway train and look at you like you had the problem. Archie Square, we're off the tech. So the other day, while I was polishing all my Nobel Prize trophies, a thought occurred to me. It's more awkward to sit with someone on the bus that you vaguely know than it is to sit next to a complete stranger. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That, that is very true. Dude, sometimes it's, it's awkward to sit somebody you know decent, uh, uh, not beyond, I mean, beyond vaguely well. Like, you're like, yeah. oh, my God, don't look this way, don't look this way, don't look this way. Oh, my God. <laughs> Act like I'm sleeping. Actually, I was just wondering that, why is it that when you were uh, polishing your Nobel Prizes, you weren't wondering, whose apartment am I in? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I was in my apartment, but, you know, see, they're my Nobel Prizes, but I didn't necessarily win them. <laughs> ah. Know? Finders keepers. <laughs> oh. Oh, boy. Well, obviously, we're not warmed up yet, but guys, I promise we'll get there. So today, we're going to discuss the new Netflix <laughs> series. But for us, it's an old tale because we reviewed the book series about four years ago or three years ago, Lock and Key. But first, if you ever wonder why we let Mike just talk so much at the top of the show, it's because we're hoping that, you know, it will tire him out like a sugar-infused toddler. But luckily... Within that, that, that rant, he has some news that can help you with your geek day. So please, give it, give it up for Mike and his quick news. And now, the quick news with Mike the Finance Guy and Ralph and Kat. Uh, someone died. Oh. Was it me? Sweet. Uh, you've been dead. <laughs> Maybe emotionally. <laughs> Swedish actor Max von Sydow passed away on Sunday, March 8th. Although his film career spans 70 years, including hits such as Conan the Barbarian, uh, Dune, Ghostbusters 2, Judge Dredd, Minority Report, Star Wars, The Force Awakens, uh, Van Sydow is best remembered by movie audiences as Father Marin from The Exorcist and Ming the Merciless in Flash Gordon. Oh modern my TV, God. Yeah. Now, see, exactly. Everyone knows him now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, modern TV viewers know him as Three Eyed Raven on Game of Thrones, for which he was right. nominated for a Primetime Emmy Award. Max von Sydow died in his home in Provence, France. He was 90. God right. bless him. 90 years old. Yeah. Ming the Merciless. That, you know, yeah. we should do some retro movie reviews, and Flash Gordon needs to be on the list. Oh, yeah. 
yeah, no, that would be a good one. I, I, that movie is that movie is horribly wonderful. Thank you. That's a, I agree, Mike. It's horribly wonderful. Ralph, have you ever seen Flash Gordon? Yes, I have, and I've also seen the multiple reboots and series adaptations. Ooh, oh, but have God. you ever seen the series from the nineteen thirties? Nineteen thirties. There's a Flash Gordon series from the nineteen thirties. Yeah, yeah. The, the the movie serials. They were like maybe twelve to twenty minutes long. Right. No, but I did see the two thousand something Amazon series. Is it Amazon? Well, it's on Amazon now, but it's the 2000-something. From Sci-Fi. It was the yeah. Sci-Fi channel, I think. Yeah, that go. was pretty bad. It, oh, God. Hey, listen. Yeah. It had uh, the guy it had who the, played uh, Green Arrow on Smile. Green Arrow. Yeah, I had the Green Arrow guy from it. I'm like, yeah, your career just stopped right there. <laughs> <laughs> Sad. Dude, poor yeah. guy. Leave him alone. Yeah. All right, so uh, do we have anybody I else mean, dead when, or are we moving on to news? Aquaman series oh. failed after... The uh, pilot episode airing once and then never again. What do you expect? Yeah, yeah. And then the Aquaman that they had, he went on to bigger and better things now. That's, that's sort right. of. Yeah, he's Hawk now. Exactly. Right. Alrighty. Well, I have no more deaths, but I've got some news that's eh, interesting if you think it is. Okay. Alrighty. For you hoes at home waiting for the final two issues of Batman versus Rachel Ghoul, your wait is. Never ending. The finale, <laughs> yeah, the finale of the Neil Adams written and drawn comic series has been postponed indefinitely. DC Comics has not provided a reason for the postponement. Oh, your best friend Neil Adams. Oh my yeah. God, I'm surprised we brought this up. Yeah, but I'm like, I'm like, they don't say why it's being postponed. I'm like, that's because it was written by Neil Adams too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was watching um, a special on Batman Odyssey and talking about how fucking insane the, yeah. the, the, the story is and i mean shout out to comics explain and, and um is it comics explain? insane or, or the, insane in a good way or a bad way in, in a bad way oh, it's like it's bad. trying to be too cute and too smart and it's just not but if you hear adams talk about it he he feels like well if you don't understand it, you're dumb so <laughs> ah it's a comic it's, he wrote for trump that's an artist uh an artist Explaining his work to other people who just don't get it because, you know, they're just not right there. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so that series, I, I wasn't picking it up anyway, so I'm glad I didn't start picking it up. What yeah. else you got, Mike? All right, Walt Disney Company is adamantly not rescheduling its May 1st release date for the upcoming Black Widow movie, despite growing concerns about the coronavirus. The rumor mill had been speculating that the mighty House of Mouse would relocate Black Widow to the November 6th Eternals release date, pushing back that film until 2021. But so far, Disney is not budging its timetable. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Mouse is like, oh, you're gonna go watch my movie and be sick and be okay with it. Ah. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, just basically stop coughing on each other and watch the movie. <laughs> or every, or do, are they gonna hand out masks um, on the way in? Yeah. No, they, they don't do that during flu season, which this is also flu season. Right. They'll, they'll just say, uh, yeah, we're, we're gonna give them all complimentary uh, Purell bottles if they go and watch uh, Black Widow. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. That's it you take those Purell bottles, you can turn around and and sell them for like what thirty bucks. <laughs> you know, today I was talking to a coworker. I was like, you know, there was that one person who saw this shortage coming, and like bought like a whole warehouse full of Purell stuff and is trying to like sell them for a high price. But then once the stock comes back up and all that shit is worthless, what are they gonna do? 
germaphones must be losing their mind because they were like, <laughs> either A, they don't get it, they don't have um, enough payroll to, you know, to make them feel secure, or they're like, damn, I can really make a lot of money, but damn, I'm going to be out of it. <laughs> and, and, uh, if, if that much of a germaphone, they're probably making their own. Yeah. <laughs> true, Seriously. true. Well, All, right. Got Mike. All right. Last but not least, conversely, Warner Brothers has canceled its New York premiere of the animated film Superman Red Sun due to coronavirus concerns. Jesus. Although, although the February 24th premiere was held in L.A. without incident for the March 16th cancellation, Warner Brothers stated, quote, as the impact and spread of the coronavirus continues to evolve, Warner Brothers is placing added emphasis on the health and welfare of its employees, talent and fans, end quote. I, I really? Yeah. Warner Brothers, DC, okay, be hey, hey. I, I just heard that, that that um that New York right now is the um is the state with the highest amount of um recorded um coronavirus um patients. I guess. Really? That's I, weird. I just heard I heard it this morning. Oh, what about Washington yeah. State? I know you would have thought like Washington or somewhere on the East Coast would have been since they hit there first, but I guess we're horrible at stopping. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. Well, well, well. well I, and mind you, I, I wanted to see Superman Red Sun, but I mean, I'm glad I'm going to watch it from the comfort of my own home. That's that makes it feel good. We're like exactly. Uh, we're like the song says, "Can't stop, won't stop." <laughs> <laughs> you should do that with your comedy. Right? <laughs> don't stop my comedy. You don't got it, Cap. Comedy. You yeah, got yeah. it. Just for you, yeah, it's man. Called sarcasm. I, I was sarcasm. planning on stopping. Jesus, you've convinced right. me. You've convinced me. Is that all your quick news? That is all my quick news. Uh, Ralph, you do understand, though, that if you keep going, your your lower intestine is just going to jump up and strangle you from the inside. <laughs> oh, it tried. It tried so hard, but I just pushed it down Dude. with some ice cream. With, <laughs> with, with all those shit jokes he has, his intestines are working too hard. He can't do anything else. That's true. That's where you think all my best ideas come from. My gut. From the bowl? Oh, goodness. Oh, wow. <laughs> and Ralph, you have any quick news? Um, quick news. What is quick news if not news that is quick? But I have not the quick news which you seek. I'm sorry, oh, my okay. child. All right. I have less of a quick news and more of a quick suggestion. Ooh. All right. Um, I don't know if Mike's heard me talk about it, but my new favorite TV show or cartoon is DC Superhero Girls, hands down. I've, oh, I've heard you talk about it. Ever since the reboot. It sounds like you since, can't stop talking about it. You know what? <laughs> I can't stop, won't stop, yeah. <laughs> that should be the name of the episode, Can't Stop, Won't Stop. Yeah, it um, shit it. <laughs> but yeah, um, ever since they rebooted it in 2018, it, it's just a better show. It works on so many great levels. It works in those 10, 15-minute slots of one episode that they do, that Cartoon Network cartoons do now. Like if you mm-hmm. watch um, Teen Titans Go, or if you watch Steven Universe, or if you watch any of those shows... Or um, I'm Gumball. They have like one episode that's like 12 minutes long. Right. It's not. It's not like when we used to watch Super Friends, where the whole episode was a half hour. So they have these short, quick hit 'em episodes, and even on that format, it just works better. It's just funny. I, I love it. So if, if and as a dad, I'll say this: you're you're stuck watching so much goddamn TV. You know. Yeah. you like, you know, you know what probably fixed it, like. They they probably got female writers on their staff. Actually, um, the one the woman who's in charge of um, My Little Pony, um, Lauren Faust. Yeah, she was. That's why the design looks that way. <laughs> if you look at the way they redesigned, because the way they did it in 2015, it looks very sterile. If you look at 
the DC superhero girls. It was fine enough for what it was, but it was very sterile. Okay. And then if you look at the revamped version, it's very stylized. So it looks kind of a little bit more hip, a little bit more interesting. It doesn't look like, hey, I, you, you know when you buy those comic book for kids and it just looks so like very plain Jane? Mm-hmm. That's what the original looked like. And then the new one is, you know, is a stylized version. And if you look at My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, it has that same look as well. You know, oh, I, I know, I know way too much about your sad viewing habits now. <laughs> I've got an excuse. I got a kid. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, why, why do like, we... I've never seen these shows ever. Yeah. <laughs> you go to your daughter like, hey, how do you like the, My Little Pony? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> One day I'll have Riley on the show for her two second attention span and we'll, we'll, we'll discuss it on the air. But I digress. All right. So let's move on from quick news and let's go to the reason why we're here. Let's talk about the show that we've been anxiously waiting for, and did we get what we wanted? And I say we as in me, Mike, and Ralph. Well, we'll talk about it. So let's talk about the new Netflix series, Lock and Key. <laughs> and with a synopsis is the guy who's fighting off a cold right now, MFG, Mike, the finance guy. Go get him some vitamin C. Woo! All yeah. right. Lock and Key is a supernatural horror drama premiering on the Netflix streaming service. The series is based on the IDW comic book series created by Joe Hill and Gabriel Rodriguez from 2008 to 2010. The TV series was developed by Carlton Coos, uh, Meredith Averill, and Aaron Eli Collette. Like the comic, the live-action show follows the Locke family that moved to their father's ancestral home upon his death and begin to discover the magic and danger of Key House. Lock and Key has a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 64%, 71% audience, and a Metacritic score of 62 out of 100. That's 59 out of 100 for the audience. All right, synopsis. Back in my day, you never had to be told not to trust a girl living in the bottom of a well. But in in today's socially conscious world, I guess the watering hole malafflicted are just like everyone else. Welcome to Key House. Located on the outskirts of the fictional town of Matheson, Massachusetts, a town so white, even the only black kid has a posh accent. The the newly arrived Locke family recently witnessed the brutal death of its patriarch and immediately packed up and left Seattle for the sleepy New England town. But faster than you can say, shove this key in the back of my head. The children of the manor are locked in a battle with a demonic possessed apparition of a murdered teenager. High school angst just got a body count. Alrighty, now it's starring Darby Stanchfield as Nina Locke, Connor Jessup as Tyler Locke, Emilia Jones as Kinsey Locke, Jackson Robert Scott as Bodie Locke, Patrice Jones as Scott Cavendish, uh, Lysla De Oliveira, excuse me, as Dodge, otherwise known as the Lady in the Well, or the Well Lady, Griffin Gluck as Gabe, Bill Heck as Rendell Locke, Aaron Ashmore as Duncan Locke, Sherry Psalm as Ellie Whedon, Thomas Mitchell Barnett as Sam Lesser, Kobe Bird as Rufus Whedon, and Felix Mallard as Lucas Caravaggio. All right, well done, Mike. Those names were hard. Especially they were getting hard. To... <laughs> it's funny, I was looking at the cast earlier and I was like, oh, Lady in the Well is going to get Mike. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we did well. All right, so lock and key. And before we start talking about that, Ralph, press that button we paid so much money for. Warning, the following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. So if you believe this might upset you, piss off, you wanker. Oh, if you want to honor him, please take your chip, dip it in some vinegar with your chips, and be, <laughs> and, and be sure to um, give a props to 
Steve Francis of Stush Productions. Open the door. What's there? It's Stush. Bloody Stush. <laughs> and I fucked it up because I said chips and chips instead of fish and chips. But whatever. It's not like he's listening anyway. All right. So let's <laughs> He's go at home crying me. right now. I'm not even going to say that out loud because I throw that to the universe. It's going to be funny. Um, so... <laughs> Lock and key. And I apologize to the audience ahead of time. Maybe I shouldn't apologize. But let me excuse ourselves. because Screw you, audience. Well, Fine. here's why. Because some people who are listening to this are coming in as just knowing the show. Not realizing that or not reading the book that, 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 that came before it. Right. Now, Mike and I, and I, Ralph, I believe you're a big fan, too, of Lock and Key. I mean, thanks to you guys, yeah. Right. So all three of us came in on the event. I don't want to assume. I know I love I love the series. Mike loves the series. Rob loves the series. So this series has a very um, special place in my heart. So when I heard that it was finally being made, I was very excited. Um, I'll say this. It's a series, so they're building on things. But let me ask you, how do you what what is your feelings about the first season so far? Which and I'm st- oh. I'm still looking forward to Lock and Key. um i mean i'm enjoying it definitely uh but with reservations it's it's it it definitely feels like um we're trying to make a series out of it but it doesn't feel like whoever's doing it is quite as polished as other people that know how to 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 write a series and fill in the information of of what was not actually in the source material okay you know Ralph, how do you feel? Um, I, I I enjoyed it as well. Fucking knew it. But like there there are certain things that they changed. Like I understand because now you're using a more visual medium, you have to make certain changes because the stuff that they did in the book is you either would cost a lot of money or be impractical to do in in the okay. actual show. Mm-hmm. Right. But you know. I mean, it it feels it feels like they're kind of telling a similar but different story than what was in the book. And I'm fine with that idea, but it feels like they're telling. They they took a book that's definitely horrifying, like its gore is very gory um, and stuff like that, and it just feels like they said, "Well, we could either make it for the adults that we wrote it for, or we can make it for kind of like teens and up." Ooh, ooh, can and I that's add, what it feels add, more. Ooh, 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 <laughs> because I, I was afraid of giving my take. Not that I was afraid of giving my take, but I felt like I was being a little bit too hard. But I really feel like it's the muted version of Lock and Key. Yes. Yeah. It, it, but it's like almost like if you took the pages of Lock and Key, you ripped them up, put them out of order, and then put a censorship on it. Right. Yeah, no, that's, there's definitely a lot of that feel to it. Because the out of order part of doesn't bother it doesn't bother me as much because I mean that's I you know I can deal with that as yeah, long but, as but, but it if makes it's sense. Out of order, and it works. Yeah. If right. it's out of order, and it works. Right. Then you're like, okay, well, I see why they did this before this, or because like Ralph said, and, and like you've mentioned before, you know, the book's a different medium than than, than we're talking about a movie and we're talking about a series. It, 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 you digest it differently, so you might put the story differently. But a lot of this disorganization or reorganization, <laughs> yeah, it just. This doesn't come out making a lot of sense. Right. Well, what ends up happening is, again, like I said, it feels like they, they're writing it for, like, you know, more of a tween and up 
which I know it's an audience, but you know, it's not what I was expecting, is that it's it's got a lot of CW teen angst going on in there. You know? <laughs> exactly. I mean, like a it lot of like it. <laughs> you know? I, I, um, I, don't, yeah, I, don't, I don't remember if in the books, did, uh, did the sister take out her fear and start acting yeah. like... Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she took her fear out really early on. And that's when... Remember, she, she came in looking very normal, but that's when she also... She cut like half of her hair off, dyed some of it pink. Da, 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 oh, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. That's when she changed her personality. Right. Right. There's something that, that that lined up, but the way it was portrayed, like, okay, well, let, let's, let's before we go into bashing, because I can go, this is like putting a ball on a fucking tee for me. <laughs> and I love this book, and I think that's why, because the book works so well, and the art works so well, and, you know, I'm not into horror, but the way it was, you know, everything was put together, it was suspenseful. This does not feel suspenseful at all, mm-hmm. but what I'll say is this because I figured this is going to be shorter than anything else. What did we like about what we've seen in Lock and Key so far, either visually or casting or story? Is there anything that we liked? Um, I definitely, like I said, some of the keys were great to see, like the, uh, to see the Crown of Shadows. Um, they did that fairly well. I mean, they, they mm-hmm. uh, made the shadows different, but they did that fairly well. Uh, I enjoy a decent amount of the acting from the actors. Um it's really funny, even though I won't say her acting is great, I realized that I, uh, Cap and I were, were watching a couple episodes together, and right. I'm just like, I'm like, you know what? I hate Kinsey in the book. And I realized I hate her on TV as well. I guess they did a good <laughs> job of translating that, because I just really don't like that character. Um, and it's really funny, because I, when I was looking for material in general, I ran across someone, and they were just like, I hate that girl. I'm like, yeah, it's just something about that character. But... Um, I, I did enjoy some of the key action, you know, just because it's just great to see what the key action out. really. Mm, yeah, but action. I, but I, really, out of all the things that I don't like with the keys, I really despise what they did with the head key. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I mean, I get that they were trying to be fanciful and 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 maybe make it make more sense to the audience, but like, it just, I did not appreciate that like whole. It's a doorway that opens up and that it's a person that now you can see them separate from the body. It just I'm like, it yeah. just got really all kind of messy. I'm like, I don't get that part. Yeah, that made, that made I mean, it, it was a good visual way to represent it. But I was looking forward to actually seeing them open up head the head popped up. Yeah. And you see everything inside. Yeah. But no, yeah, they. No, I was definitely looking forward. They, they become sort of like it's like they're astral projecting themselves and then they can go into their own heads that way. Right. I mean, I'll say this. I didn't like it a lot. And then I got used to it because I said, okay, this is how they're going to do it. Maybe it's more, uh, a little more easy, um, easier visually to represent than to have you pulling these ideas. Because remember, in, in the book, you see them pulling these things out of their head, the memories right. and these mm-hmm. abstract ideas. And that might be something hard to pull off. Yeah, you know, without having subtitles or things like that, you know, or or, or dialogue boxes. So I get that. I was like, okay, I was. But there's, um, I agree with the with the with the crown of of shadows. That that looks pretty cool. Um, I don't know. Like it, I wanted to like it more, and I think that's what bothered me. Like I was waiting for more, right? And after the first episode, well, first off. Um, and like that's why I apologize because I'm gonna go back to the book. I feel like the book set up everything so well. That mom does not seem like she's 
you know, um, in dire straits. Even right. when she goes through her episode of having her alcohol abuse. Looks yeah, more like she that, took a freaking stimulant at the present. Yeah, but they, they kind of glazed over, or since actually glossed over, uh, the whole idea of, like, you know, alcoholism and and such. It, just was, it was just the very fast and dirty, like, and we're much better now. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> you know. I mean, I, I get it. Um, I mean, worst case scenario, why don't they just jam that key in her head and take out the uh, the part of her that's an alcoholic? Exactly. <laughs> <You know? laughs> you, all all I'm imagine- thinking with the... I'm sorry, go ahead. Could you imagine what that monster would look like? Oh, you don't want to see that. Now, all I kept thinking, though, like during the show was especially, I mean, not that they didn't do anything. Uh, they, like he had put some um, smarts, let's put it that way, into him, into his head in the book. But all when watching this one, I'm like, so why don't you just collect like lore on everything, including how to fight, how to deal weapons, and then like toss a copy of that into everyone's head? Yeah. Like, yeah. like seriously, I'm like, I would see no problem with this. <laughs> You'll know immediately how to defend yourself against pretty much everything. Pretty much, yeah. Um, okay, so but what I, did we think of? What did you think of Dodge, I, though? Like, I mean, well, up, I, that up was the, my question. That, that was had, my like, next question. I really started to like her a lot at first, and then she just became like, "Sure, you're evil, but you could be more evil, couldn't you?" Yeah, <laughs> I, I told you, you know? everything seemed muted. Everything, the violence, the intentions, the um, like she could have been way more evil than what she was. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. it, it was like evil light. That's what it was. Well, it was well, especially considering that she's bouncing in and out of that house, and I'm like, you don't seem very concerned about the key, but yet you seem very concerned about the key. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like, like it's it was just very strange. Cause I, I'm like, I, I don't I don't understand your motivation. And this whole weird, like, can she kill them and get the key? And if she can just kill them and take the key, I understand she can't take the key from them. Fine, I'll accept that vampire-like lore that for whatever reason they're they're using on this one. But why doesn't she just open the door, kill them while they're sleeping, and take the keys? Like, Like, you know what I mean? It's just, like, again, you're evil, but you're gonna be a lot more evil, right? Yeah, it's almost like, oh man, oh I can't get the keys. I'll come back next time. Like, ah, oh. maybe like, next no, time you'll give them to me. There's <laughs> no grit. There's no grit or grinder. I mean, she's she's when she's seducing and seductress, you can see it kind of coming out. But right. yeah. I I don't know. I just want more ferocity out of her. It just it's not there. And I like what was the whole point of when when she first gets out, and she goes on this like sex murder rampage. Like, what was the point of that? To try to make Proving us think that. that that she's really evil, that she could just kill on a right. whim. Yeah, like, I was about to say that's really all. It was like, for us more than anything else. Like, okay, okay, you can kill on a whim. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Wow, that makes you really evil, really yeah. bad. I'm shaking in my booties. Oh, <laughs> but you can't grab this key out of my hand, can you? Oh, you're really evil. Here, oh, come get the key. Come get. Oh no, you can't because I'm not gonna give it to you. But but and now, but but did you not have to admit though? When she killed that kid, I was like, "Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a hand on that one." Um, the, the kid that she took the uh, the, uh, the flame key from, and she threw, and she threw him in the, in the in into the, the subway. Station. Yeah, I was it was, I was, I was like, kind of impressed. I, like, I didn't like it that much. I was impressed because I was like, "Oh, they actually had her kill a kid." Because again, that's it's really weird. Like killing a kid is a TV show and a movie's way of saying like that's how evil our villain is. Because, right. I mean, at least in America, because in America, like, you know, kids don't usually get touched. 
mm-hmm. so for her to, and it wasn't even like this was like some 18 year old ruffian you know what i mean like that some ne'er do well it's like no this was like some like eight to ten year old kid that she's just like give me the key and now right. you're dead it's, <laughs> you know it's some eight to ten year old asshole kid well, forget that but see but see, that's, in my that's, imagination- that's called an eight to ten year old kid <laughs> in my imagination you know would have made it like would have sold it for me i was like oh wow that was really fucking evil if she would have you know how she like she got the key and then she threw him into the door all right yeah. she would have smashed his face into the door and then growled at him and said don't fuck with me and then throwing him in and then yeah. he got hit by the train it was just like oh yeah that, that was it because you didn't realize what it was i mean you saw it at the train station right but you yeah. didn't really feel any danger until the train hit and even then it was like mm-hmm. You're like, like, it was such, I was like, wow, you hit a body? Because it didn't sound like it. Yeah, he could have survived. He could have gone into the crevice underneath the platform. Nah, he's, he's, he's paced. <laughs> Were you there, Mike? Were you there? Did you I was the one holding his leg. Off? Well, well he, was, he was a white boy, so he was pasty. That's true. <laughs> there you go. I also, but once she opened it up, I, you know, as much as like, I did like that scene, but I'm like, how many subway doors have you made note of? <laughs> like, right? <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, so there was some stuff that I enjoyed. I don't, I don't know how I feel about the way they're handling the mother and everyone else just literally forgetting, like in seconds. Yeah, about stuff that they've seen because it's but, it's weird. But <laughs> they, but they kind of wrote themselves into that hole. Yeah, because in, in the book you you, you didn't realize it <laughs> until until later on that the adults weren't remembering because you know that they were adults. Yeah, they, well, it's they actually ca- they I'm explain sorry. it that it's one of the keys. Actually, I was about to say it's actually the key to the house itself. Yeah, it's it's like Rifley's key or something like the rifler's key. Yeah, it's the key that that person made, which was one of the last keys made. Is that anyone that enters in that's over eighteen will not be able to remember the magic, and unless it, they find another way to do that, which of course, yeah. yeah. And, and then they've the, already alluded to in the TV show. And there's uh, the other key that fixed the house also. Right, yeah, if it ever gets destroyed, right, it's the one that, that fixes it back from destruction, which is actually a cool idea for a king. Yeah. yeah. Which which of the three lock kids did you feel was the closest to the way they're supposed to be betrayed in the book? Kenzie, Tyler, or Bodie? Bodie. Uh, I'm kind of tossed between Tyler and Bodie. I mean, Bodie's pretty much, I mean, Tyler's pretty much a, a lunkhead that's trying to defend his family, but Bodie, I. I guess closer just because he's an annoying kid, which is what he's supposed to be, you know. You know, it's funny because I was like, well, you know, I mean, Kinsey didn't really have the look until later on. Like, okay, she's kind of has that little bit of uh, of whatever. Rufus looked like Rufus. Yeah, poor Rufus. You got to love that kid. I love, love that Rufus. kid. Every time I watch him, I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and so. That's also it. There was no sense of like real, I don't know, like, okay. The beginning of the mo- uh, of the series and and all throughout the first couple of episodes, they allude to the father being killed. Right now, they kind of show like snippets, but like these really really safe snippets of the father dying. Mm-hmm. I just really wish they if the rest of the series was as it is, and they would play up the killing of the father and the escape, and if it was more bloody, I'm sorry, I'd just be you know. I'd right. be like, okay, you know, because then there would be some prospect of it improving or any other kind of um, um, conflict that they have. It might have the potential of being more really violent, but more graphic. It just feels everything just feels like such a like a, like a malaise almost. Yeah, I did. And I'll, well, even Sam Lesser didn't seem as 
terrifying. Oh I mean, he was Thank so you. creepy, but he wasn't as terrifying as he is in the book. You know, at that, all. That 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 kid's just—he's just fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just wanted I was friends, what, man. Yeah. What now, did you think of Sam Lesser? Yeah, I, now, I thought he was really weak. So I'm going to move us along towards uh, the big final fight. Uh huh. And like I said, with the, with the Crown of Shadows, that was really exciting um, in its own way, but. What do we feel about the whole once they find Dodge on the floor, unconscious with no crown? Like, what do we think about everything that went after that? Because I just felt that it was just like, I don't like things explained to me, especially in not in such like, oh, wait, let me really spoon feed you this pablum right now. <laughs> like, like, there's one thing to give me the gist of what happened. There's another thing to literally show me frame by frame every little scene that's supposed to be clever into this deception. Here's where they switched to Rude. Here's yeah. where he did this. Yeah. I, I agree. It felt, it did feel very spoon-fed. I'm like, you could have really saved that five minutes of film. India. It wasn't five minutes. It felt like it was like forever. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It was like 15 minutes, actually. Yeah, it really was. That's what I'm saying. It was like a long time. And I'm like, you know, we all have figured out that that's not Dodge a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> he, From the moment she said, wait. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I just kind of figured it out just from the fact that, like, the very first thing they asked was, where'd the crown go? And I'm like, yeah. well, obviously it's not her now, is it? <laughs> you know? It, it must have but, um, away. Because I'm the thing. Also, I want to see the scene where, since they're brother and sister, <laughs> that Kinsey's just like, hey, Tyler, remember that time you slept with that woman that was really a man? <laughs> Yo, that was that was because like, no one seems to be bringing that up. Well, they don't I know don't, that. I, I, Only he knows that, and he's well, not telling. I, I was like, he ain't admitted that. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, remember, remember the time you fucked me, Tyler? <laughs> Whoa, what are you talking about? Uh-huh. <laughs> She's saying those jokes again. Those well lady jokes. Killer, killer. <laughs> those well lady jokes. <laughs> the uh, in the books, did Dodge actually? I don't remember. He didn't didn't turn into the kid that uh, is with Kenzie, right? There, that kid doesn't exist. Right. Okay. Just make it sure. Yeah, that's that's made up for TV. Because it, it confused me a little <laughs> bit. I'm like, because in in the books, Dodge didn't have this whole intricate plan of, uh, you know, face swapping and all this shit. Well, no, he did. Remember, because that's Dodge started started more or less dating Kenzie. Remember? Well, I'm sorry. Uh, well, yes, I'm sorry. As Dodge, he yeah, yeah. dated Kenzie. As as Dodge, that's but it wasn't right. like, as the other kid. Right, he would only so, switch so between the, between being female and male. He didn't take other people's faces. No, I mean, well, I mean, he does, he's not taking anyone's faces. He's just, you know, becoming he's whoever he's becoming. Morphing, yeah, you know? yeah. But I mean, uh, in the book, all he had was the the gender swap key. Right. That's all he used. But he didn't use the the because because the other one was the mirror that would change you into like it would change your race. Right, right, right. Yeah, they're they're kind of playing fast and loose with the gender swap or they're, they're, and the face one. Like they're, they're basically saying it's a morphing key yeah. as opposed to a, just a gender. Because the gender swap literally just makes you a male or female version of what you already kind of look like. Because mm-hmm. yeah. there's that one where the thieves break in. Uh, I don't think I've ever I read that one, Ralph. It's like a, it's a, it was a, like a one shot that came out with a couple of years later. But these thieves oh, yeah. break into Key House um, long before our story ever began. And someone used the, the, the gender swap key on this. And he was the ugliest woman. <laughs> <laughs> it was just the ugliest woman. <clears throat> but um, like I said, I, I, 
figured that Gabe was Dodge, even though, because I'm like, he just popped up out of the blue. And the fact when he said he was not from the town, I was like, well, that's the only thing that's going to make that make sense. But I, what I did like about that when we do find out that Dodge really is Gabe is that it does also explain where Ellie's like, where do you go when you're not here? And it's wow. like, oh, it's like, oh, evidently he goes to school. That's what he's been doing all day long, you know. <laughs> and it was kind of nice, like, to have an answer because, you know, because for, for a while there, that was just hanging out there. Because she had asked, like, several, you know, episodes before. And she's like, where do you go when you're not here? And he was just basically, like, mind your own damn business, you know. Yeah. It, like, Shut the fuck I up, did, woman, and get my beer. <laughs> and I guess that's part much. of, I've been so distracted with, I won't say so distracted, but I, I'm partially distracted with, was that in the book? What was was that? And you know, like something that, and I'm like, oh, I don't remember Gabe. There was no Gabe, so I was right. like trying. So I got so distracted with that, not realizing that he was Dodge until later on. They, oh look, look who's Dodge. I'm like, ah, okay, right. Um, and then how do we feel about the ending? Ending. Well, the end all, I'm not a big fan of because now it really truly makes no sense to me anymore of what Dodge's game is or even the purpose of the series by this point because they believe that uh, that Dodge is dead. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. right? Correct? Everyone believes that they threw Dodge into the, the doorway. Yes. Great. So, where is the Omega Key? Does anyone remember? The Omega Key is... They have the Omega Key still. But where is the Omega Key? In the music box. No, it's it's in a jewelry box. Yeah, jewelry. literally, right. It's just sitting in a regular old unprotected jewelry box, so that if Gabe really wanted it at any point, could just take the anywhere key, go into the room, and just take the key without he can't any take the hassle. Key. He can't take. Or, remember, he can't he take could, the well, keys. Well, actually, we don't know that. We know we know he can't take it from them. But if it's laying around, you're, it's you're just that- hanging out exactly, and we have not come across that yet and in fact we it must didn't she pick up a key from their house once before that was just like left out one of the uh, times that she visited i don't no. remember but either way it's never been said that she can't take a key that they've already quote unquote had in possession so there's just this key sitting there no, so it's they, like you know she, so you're not after this key anymore she didn't take any of the keys that were left out Right, but what I'm saying is that nothing in the show has established that she can't take the key that's not in someone's possession. We, 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 the only thing that's been affirmed is that she can't take a key from somebody if it's in their possession. No, no, only the Locke family. Only, only the Locke family. Oh, right. that's right, because she killed um, right. Sam. Spoilers. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, so, so and that's fine, but possession would mean having it. Right. You know? So that's what I'm saying. So like, it's like, so then... Why don't you just take the key? It, it, everybody's unguarded now. It, it literally makes no sense now that that he, she, demon has not moved along with its plan. Like it just it left me flat because it's, it made no sense by this point. And then how about the addition of the second demon? Um, eh, that just felt it. It felt like something you shouldn't have done at the end of the film because it, yeah. at the end of the series, I, it's like either that should have been addressed earlier on, or it should have just waited until the second season. I think because yeah, for now, yeah. now it seems like they're skipping ahead to Alpha and Omega. Possibly, yeah. It felt like that too. I'm so glad you said that, Ralph. As much as I as they bounce back and forth, and you try to remember that, okay, well, it's it's, its own different series, it's different from the book. 
to a degree. You're going to, you know, move in and out of the timeline. It feels like they fast forwarded a lot. Yeah. <coughs> I, I was really hoping they were going to use the, the grandfather clock. You know, to see uh, to see what happened in the past. Yeah. I'm sure that'll be second season where they'll start giving us more history. I, I would almost imagine that'll happen. Yeah. How do we feel about the way the memories looked? It was, uh, it, went, it was it was different for each person. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean I was fine. I I'm still weird about Uncle Duncan's memories. Like that just seemed unusual. Pink jars. <laughs> like, but also like the like the flowering, I'm like, I don't understand what that does. <laughs> like, usually the keys kind of make sense. And I'm like, it looks like a flower, but you put it into a tree. Well, the, the, I guess the tree was like a safe uh, a safe place. That's where they kept all the, all his memories. It was just a place to hide shit, apparently. I guess. I mean, it just it just didn't make sense as a key. Like, usually, that, like I said, the keys kind of work with what they look yeah, like. That, you know? that key wasn't in the book. No, 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 no. That was also made up. And it felt very much made up for the series. Right. Uh, yeah, and also by the her 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 fear is still roaming around, and no one seems very concerned about that. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, that was probably the most horrifying—not horrifying, but the scariest thing about the whole damn series was when when the fear first popped out. Please. After that, I was like, that thing wasn't so scary, though. It did make her make uh make Kenzie look like a serial killer because she's just like dragging a body into the woods and then burying it. And no one thought that was weird. It's like, oh, eh, just just a girl carrying a shovel in the woods. Okay, all right, cool. <laughs> oh, these kids today. It seems like everybody's doing that when um um when the elder lock um you know when when they killed Dodge and all them and they had to bury those bodies. I'm like, and nobody was like, you know, <laughs> what are those three lumps in the ground? Nothing, nothing. <laughs> well, they tossed them off the side, didn't they? They just lined them up. They lined them up. That's what they did. Right. They lined them up and they tossed them off the side. But still, I was just like, okay. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I don't know. I just had a negative. I was really trying to like it, but by episode five, it was what it was. Mm-hmm. And I guess I, you know, I just was like, okay, we'll just go along for the ride. Hopefully, hope that maybe they'll step it up in season two. But I, I was really disappointed. Do you think that they're gonna? Okay, do you think, because Mike read the ratings, is what he said, 60, <laughs> 64 audience on Rotten Tomatoes, he said? Uh, the audience was 71, 64 was the critics. Was the critics. Um, with a rating like that, do you think it survives for a second season, and do they do they make any hardcore adaptions, or, or are they going to stay the course, in your opinion? Oh, I definitely think it'll make a season two. Um, but yes, I also think they'll probably uh, make some course correction. Uh, Netflix is normally good with trying to make course correction and I would almost imagine especially I mean he's famous enough but also having Stephen King's dad behind it it's like he's got enough star power to probably that they probably didn't just go um, we're going to see how this goes they probably guaranteed him probably like a two or three year deal I would almost imagine that did you just say Stephen King's dad I'm sorry uh, sorry, Stephen King being the dad (laughs) (laughs) All speaking right. of, oh, uh, speaking of speaking of uh, the the family members, though, did you see him at the uh, at the ambulance? I didn't see him. No. Yeah, uh, it was Joe Hill. He was uh, one of the guys that was taking him uh, taking away at the the paramedics. All right, good shit, Joe Hill. Good shit, bad show. Good yeah, shit. 
Yeah, he looks just like his father. It's just so creepy. I'm going to have to watch that again. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wait, a young Stephen King? Which, that's weird enough. <laughs> yeah. Like, he looks just oh, like his dad. It reminds me of... Um, I remember watching Stand By Me, and when they find the corpse, the corpse kind of looked like Stephen King. <laughs> which was weird enough as it was, but whatever. <laughs> he was just passed out drunk on set. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> well, at least he wasn't high on coke. You know, because that's illegal. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So now, uh, oh, and uh, Ralph, did you uh, appreciate Uncle Duncan? He's he's from one of your shows that you like. Listen, I love... A canceled one? I love the Ashmores, man. Those guys are fucking awesome. Both of them. Because you know they're twins. Yeah, right? well, they're both... I confused, I confused one for the other. I thought it was I thought it was Iceman and Michael. No, 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 that's the other one. I'm like, this is another one. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. He was like, it's not Iceman. I'm like, nah, it's the other. And he's like, there's another. I'm like, yeah, that's Sean. <laughs> yeah, Aaron Ashmore is the TV guy. Yeah. He's, and he's Sean is the movie guy that doesn't get a lot of roles. So what? Um, Aaron's also on another show. Uh, on Killjoys. And and the Rookie on ABC. Oh, he's got another show going. Is Killjoys staying on the air? No, I, they canceled it. Ah, that's why. Okay, they, I was wondering. They, I was like, how's he this busy? So they, they did a sort of like series finale, not finale kind of a thing where they leave okay. it open. Ah, okay. Yeah, so he was, want to come back he was fucking awesome. Yeah, he was fucking awesome in Killjoys. Yeah, I haven't watched Killjoys. I do want to see that though. But no, Wait, I do Kill like Killjoys. Is that the one with, um, what's her it's name? A, the it's two a sci-fi leads? show. Uh, it's one female oh, lead. Never mind. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Painkiller, whatever. Or Pain Jane, or whatever it is. Painkiller Pain Jane. Jane? Painkiller Jane. Oh, that was yeah. a TV show from like ten plus years ago. No, 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 no. This is one. Oh, it'll come to me. I can't remember it. Oh, okay. it's, it's an Asian actor, and um, she's an Asian female, and she's in the lead, and it's crazy. Anyway, anyway Killing Eve. You talking about Killing Eve? There we go. Thank you. Thank oh you, no, it's not. That, she's not. <laughs> oh, that's a different no. show. That's a different show. My yeah. Friend. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, um, also, like I liked Aaron Ashmore from back in Warehouse 13 because I love yes. that series. That series. You Mike great. Mike always talked about Warehouse 13 because it was freaking phenomenal series. And the ending, the very last episode, wasn't as good as the rest of the series, unfortunately. Um, but it was hard to end that show. But the rest of the series was just nothing but fun. Nothing yeah. but fun. Excitement. Just you, you, it was just a, a rush watching that show. It, one of Is the greatest things sci-fi? was sci-fi. One of the greatest that, things on that show was when they crossed over with Eureka. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, I, I that, really like, that was another great show. Yeah. Well, and, so, and, the, and Alphas, too, because Alphas had the same doctor, yeah. um, the bionic woman, Lindsay, yep. uh, Lindsay Wagner. She was the doctor in all of those episodes and stuff like that. So Yeah, it was like they had their own little shared universe on sci-fi. It was great. So, so all the geeks right now, all the hardcore geeks got a hard boner, and all the the softcore geeks who are just like watching things every now and again, like, what the fuck are they talking about? Well, well here's <laughs> here's one more thing for the the hardcore geeks. Then Aaron Ashmore. Where else do we know him from? Uh, Imagine him with a bow tie and a camera. A bow tie and a camera. He was Jimmy Olsen on Smallville. Oh, oh that's my right. God! Wow. Yeah. Oh, I don't watch Smallville, so there you go. <laughs> Shame on you. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Deprived childhood. I understand. Somebody <laughs> say, shut up! <laughs> All right. All right. Obviously, they anything couldn't else? save your voice. <laughs> no, they tried. Anything? Anything failed. else we want to add before we go to rewriting the, um, renaming the series and ratings? 
No, I'm good. Ralph? Um, let's see. We talked about that. We talked about this. We talked about that one. Um, the only other thing was, like, I really wish they would have introduced a few more keys, you know? A few more interesting keys would have been nice. Yeah. Because, like, you still had... It would have been cool to see the giant key or even the animal key would have been great, you know? Right. Um, and they didn't really uh, fully grasp the uh, the medical key with the cabinet, mm-hmm. the healing key, that one. Right, yeah. Um, it would have been cool if they would, like, really work with that one. Um, there was one more key. I can't remember. But, like, there's well, I mean, so, so many different choices that they could do. But, 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 I mean, you're right. They could have done different keys. But you know what? They, they're going to save some of them for whatever their story is going to be. But, obviously, it's not following the book like the way it was. So, I'm interested to see what they're going to do. But not that interested. But I'm still going to watch. That grandfather right. clock, man. It's just Yeah, I, and the I grandfather clock. can't yeah. really wait to see what they're going to do with that. Right. All right. Let's go into it. Renaming the series. Ralph. I'm going to call this lock and see, maybe. I don't think there's no keys there. Not enough keys. Give me more keys. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and call it lock and key on a free form. <laughs> That's what it felt like. felt like I was watching a, a Disney-eyed production. I wanted a, a singing fucking number. We would have been done. That's so funny. Lock and key, the musical, not the musical. Basically. There you go. I call it Schlock and TV. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. All right. So now let's go for it. Ratings for Lock and Key. I'll go first. I'm going to give it six and a half. Sam Lester's being as menacing or as creepy as my daughter's stuffed animal collection out of 10. <laughs> Ralph. How do we know that's not creepy? <laughs> I give it. Seven, wait, wasn't that scene from Carrie with all the blood? Out of ten. Because, you know, she was really? like, she was covered in blood and it looked like she was Carrie. Never mind. <laughs> no, I, I, got, I, I got you. I got you. Are you I sure? Because you. you seem like you need a little bit more explanation. All right. She was Dude, covered Carrie came out. Yeah, in I got blood. It. Covered in blood. And then her face was just deadpan like, oh, shit. Blood. Well, she PTSD. was reliving a traumatic moment, remember? Yeah, PTSD. Ain't that a bitch. <laughs> wow, so so empathetic, Ralph. <laughs> Mike? <laughs> I give it seven, taming the source material out of ten. Ten, damn right. I yeah. agree. <laughs> All right. So there you have it. Lock and Key Season 1. Just like his father's work, Joe Hill's book series aren't as good, or, or actually are better than the show. But guys, don't go anywhere. Geeks on the Go is next, and that's not tame. So, you think these bozos would actually have the foresight of creating a new commercial after they make something cool? Well, since they're too lazy, Big Kev here is telling you to download the new Meanwhile 22 Pages Later app. That's right, it's got lots of cool features, like different comic trivia games to keep you busy, and an episode vault so you can catch up on shows you've missed. Like all the episodes with me. New things are being added as we speak. So download the new Meanwhile 22 Pages Later app 
for all of your Apple devices in the App Store. Also, find Meanwhile 22 Pages Later on Facebook and tell them what you think of the app and the show. Personally, I think they suck. Geeks on the go. Now with more keys. With more keys, yeah. Too bad. Alicia Keys? All the keys, I baby. Alicia keys. I love Alicia Keys. <laughs> oh, don't, 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 don't mess with her. Hey, Kat. All right, guys. What's up? Did you hear? I keep, I keep on falling in and out of love with you. Oh, with you. Oh, stop. And stop, I never. Stop. If only that was stop, a song. Stop. Found someone. <laughs> Like I found you. All right, all right, <laughs> guys. You know the segment, and it has nothing to do with songs. I give quick questions; they give quick answers on all things geek, and we've made it under a minute once. We had a chance <laughs> last time, and fucking Ralph, man, fucking Ralph. Listen, blame the union. All right, they're like blame the union. The union like- once gave short answers. We even had two extra guests; they gave short answers, and here you go, the fucking taking the slow boat to China with your goddamn answers. Listen, the union was like, listen, there's no way in hell we're going to let the cap get under a minute if he doesn't meet our demands. Who do so, I have to pay in the union? I got to bring like a box of pizza or something. You got you to gotta give them the contract that they want, man. I'm sorry. Well, if you're head of the union, I'll bring some, I'll bring some Dragonberry for you. How about that? Oh, I'm only one head of the union. <laughs> oh, I, 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 Take me to your leader later on. Ready, set, go. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which villain would you choose to work with to do? Ah, stop, stop the timer. Stop the timer. Stop the timer. You fucked me up with that timer, bro. That timer wow. was all like 15 <laughs> seconds late. I'm this, like not ready. This wasn't even the union's oh, doing, man. man. Look at that. That's, that's you doing it yourself. <laughs> okay, can we press it on time this time instead of looking for the goddamn Jeez, button? man. I'm sorry. That power just goes to his head there, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> ready, set, go. Which villain would you choose to work with on a heist, but not worry about their double cross? Mike. The Clock King. His only ability is good timing. <laughs> <laughs> not, not for a double cross. Ralph. Uh, the Trickster. Because he's, you know, just a little kid inside. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. That's it? Okay. <laughs> Which reboot slash sequel makes you want to kick your TV? Thundercats Roar or Voltron? Ralph. I mean, I just saw the trailer to Thundercats Roar, so that's the winner right there. Uh, I don't know about a winner. Mike? They're ruining my childhood with Thundercats Roar. Absolutely. <laughs> From a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being the least, 10 being the most, how bad do you want to see Justice League the Snyder Cut? Mike? 1. Why does anyone want to see it? I hear it's really good. Ralph? Can I give negative numbers? <laughs> no. And lastly, name a lame superhero who most likely will have a... His own kids' cereal. Time is up, Ralph. It's okay. I'm all right. I I restarted and I fucked up, so I knew it was doomed from the start. Ralph, name a lame superhero who most likely has or would have their own kids' cereal. (coughs) El Dorado's Golden Flakes. They're just they're good for your heart. Maybe not your wallet because they're solid gold. Damn. I was waiting for something more clever, like you know, um, go, like golden flakes. You know, take the flakes and cover his nipples, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> that would bother me. He wore a cape and no shirt. That just really bothered me all the time. Well, well maybe he's just too warm with a shirt and a cape. It, it reminded me coming out of the bathroom. That's what it was. 
<laughs> my, How many capes do you come out of the bathroom wearing? It's called towels, bro. Towels. It's always, ah, so, so it's first it's the casual cape, then it's your bath cape, then you gotta have a, a drying cape. You know, do you wear true. while you're getting dried? <laughs> true, I see. True, true. Okay. <laughs> Mike, uh, Deadpool with marshmallow tumors and fruit flavored butthole crunchies. <laughs> <laughs> For once, you take Deadpool and make it actually useful. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, shout outs. Do you have any shout outs, gentlemen? Shouting out everybody across the world right now that is worried about the coronavirus. Take a breath. It is scary, but just take a breath and relax a little bit there. And listen to the news, not to the fears. Please. And then also listen yes. to us. We make every day go by better. That's right. <laughs> um, just to add what Mike said before I ask Ralph for his um, shout outs. Something I heard um, 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 was it John Oliver say on um, last week tonight. He said, there's a, a middle level of concern you should have. If you're so, if you're so scared of the coronavirus... That you're gargling fucking bleach, <laughs> calm down. But if you're so relaxed about this about this this virus that you're licking train poles, you might want to be a little concerned. <laughs> somewhere exactly. there, there you go. somewhere in that middle. And I, I was like, you know what? It's funny how comedy has given us more sense than the news. It's amazing. It's true. Well, Ralph, any shoutouts? The news is like a uh, fear mongering, uh, you know, empire. They love the fear. Yeah, they thrive in it. Yeah. Um, any any shout outs, Ralph? I like to shout out anyone who's listening to this right now. Thank you so much. You're mm-hmm. part of a wonderful legacy that we are leaving behind to future generations of uh, Meanwhile Twenty Two listeners. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. You're part of something great, and we thank you. That's right. Um, let me give some shout out to my own. Shout out to South Carolina as usual. Hopefully you're still listening. I know she's she's still listening, but I just want to make sure she's still listening. Wait, South she's, Carolina, she's good still job. Listening? We're gonna have yeah, to send her. Yeah. We're gonna have to send her like an award or something, you know? Yo, watch. She when she hears this one, every time she we, we, we release the, <laughs> the, the um the podcast, she'll hit me up with like two paragraphs of like, and hey, here's what I thought, which I love. It's <laughs> awesome. But we're gonna have to read one of those on, on the podcast then. Um, she's shy. She ain't gonna want that shit. <laughs> That's all right. She doesn't have to know. <laughs> she listens to, to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, a shout out to Patricia. Patricia, you listen to the podcast? Really? Um, I'm gonna do what we do with Aaron and give you a code name or a code word actually, and the code word is flat chested. <laughs> wow. That just sounds I, I, like a an insult right there. Is, there's is there a story behind this? No, I just went with flat chested. First thing that came to my mind, flat chested. So that's the golden word, Patricia. Flat chested. And Ruben, if you tell me flat chested, I'm punching you in your chest. Because <laughs> I'll give a word. Ruben will say, I'm like, it wasn't your word, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely shout out to all those who listen, those, all those who are still supporting. You know, um, thank you very much. And hopefully we're able to still, you know, continue past the zombie apocalypse that we know as the coronavirus. Hopefully so. (laughs) Anything else we want to add before we go? Not Uh, a damn thing. I just want to say I'm I'm sorry for all you uh, Ralph explains it all fans. This was an episode without it, but don't worry. There's plenty of things to be explained. Maybe you should explain why you didn't able you weren't able to explain anything. You know what? This calls for an episode of Ralph explains it all. I fucking helped him with that one. (laughs) 
<laughs> so you could you couldn't say anything because what? Explain why? Why couldn't you? Why, why could you explain anything? There wasn't really anything to explain in this episode. It was just you know all top quality uh, content and research that was done. Yeah. Exactly. So I guess this, has, this has been. <laughs> You're welcome. Brought to you by Stush. all right so i guess that's the end of the show so for mfg mike the finance guy and rt square we're off the tech this is the cap say keep it geeky i guess that's it let's just not die between now and then so we can have another podcast sounds good no promises